0: We should, like, go and, like, hang out with Todd. <laughs> Whoa. It's Todd. Yeah. He, he, he. Todd's even cooler than we thought. <laughs> Boys, I'm looking for a fella who goes by the name of Todd. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> Todd would make, like, a good manager or something. <laughs> Todd, roll. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the 206 Geek Podcast with your host, Todd, the 206 Geek. Yes, I'm your host, Todd, the 206 Geek, and uh, I know, I, I, uh, I, think I, I think I skipped last week, didn't I? I'm sorry, I've been kind of busy trying to, trying to figure, trying to, well, I've been trying to find a place to move to because I have to be out of where I'm currently at at the end of this month. Luckily for me this last uh weekend I did find a place, so now I just need to come up with the moving uh, the m- money for moving. That's what I was trying to say. Um and uh so I'm going to be doing that this week and possibly next week. And uh so yeah, I got a, I got a few things to talk about. Uh, I'm not going to be talking about the moving and you know the shit going on in my life, but uh, I will say this, uh, I got some really cool stories pulled off of my Feedly list from comicbook.com and nerdist.com, and uh, so yeah, let's get on with this, man. Uh, I know it's it's been a while since I've done this podcast, uh, I've been busy with my other two shows, if you don't already listen to them, um, I think you should check it out uh the 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 first one is notaboutyoupod.com is the website where you can find where you can listen and um the newest one is uh adult duo having discourse with me and Brad Penniman and if you want uh to find us we are available on all the popular um podcasting apps you know Apple and Spotify and I think a couple others as well but if you can't find Adult Duo having discourse, you can go to adhd.rocks. That's r o c k s. And uh that will take you to where you can listen to that podcast. And it's me and Brad Penman and we try to have a discussion on a topic that uh usually Brad chooses the topic and we try to have a an hour long discussion without getting distracted by ooh shiny. And uh, I have to admit, the first couple episodes, we got about five minutes in before Squirrel. And, uh, you know, things happened. Good episodes, regardless of if we stay on topic or not, you'll be entertained. But how many times, let me ask you this if you listen to those episodes, count the number of times that we change topic and let us know. You can shoot me an email, uh, Todd. At 206geek.com and uh, sh- let me know how many times we change topic on each of those episodes. There's a total of three episodes of, of Adult Duo Having Discourse right now. We, were, we tried to record episode four a couple days ago, but um, I was not at home and I thought I could do it from my phone and uh, while I'm out and about. And my internet connection wasn't great, so we're gonna try again uh, to record the f- episode four um, in the next day or two, I think. And uh, so, all right. So the first story I have here, we have some Batman. You know, this weekend was was uh, DC Fando man. If you if you, uh, which is DC's or DC and and Warner Brothers' uh, own virtual Comic Con experience and it's really cool if you haven't seen it do a search for it on youtube there was a couple live streams that are that are i'm sure are still there i mean i don't think they pulled them after they were live, but it's possible other people probably did a screen gap if nothing else so just go on to, to uh youtube and search for uh search for uh dc fan dome 2021 and uh, you should find clips, or at the very least, search for DC Fandom 2021 on Google and see if there's a list of things that that they've already released as far as what's coming up from the DC Universe, whether it be at the movie theater or on your TV screen. Um, so they, they announced, or they showed clips from uh, Black Adam. We saw... Uh, a teaser for the flash, which included dialogue from Michael Keaton, and we saw the silhouette of his Batmobile underneath a tarp. Uh, we saw the silhouette of his cowl as the Batman um, i i i 'm really excited to see the flash because uh, everything i 've heard so far. Uh, makes me think that this is, this is definitely going to be a flashpoint paradox story um which I'm all for cuz that that's definitely my favorite storyline from DC uh thus far you know uh the, the flashpoint paradox animated movie is great i'm sure there's this is going to have some differences between uh the comics and the in the in the animated movie as well as this one i, I it, it's we do know that um from the teaser that we see two different versions of, of Barry Allen um played by Ezra Miller. Uh I'm hoping, I'm really 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 hoping that uh Grant Gustin makes an appearance in the movie because uh, Ezra Miller appeared in the the last uh crossover uh with uh in the Arrowverse uh, was it a couple years ago now. <laughs> Uh, the, the last big, uh, Arrowverse crossover, I think is Crisis on Infinite Earths. And, um, uh, that's when we got the introduction to the Batwoman and it's where Arrow dies, Green Arrow dies. And, uh, so I'm hoping that Grant Gustin makes an appearance in the movie as yet another Barry Allen. Cause I mean, they have to, they have to have that. I mean, they, they should, if they don't, uh, but you know, we'll we'll see I guess. But this is the story here. Uh Apparently uh this is the, the title of this article on comicbook dot com is Batman Returns in the Flash movie made Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton quite emotional. Uh producer Barbara Um uh, oh Jesus uh mush. mush- much Muchetti M M M oh god damn it M U S C H I E T T I I'm I'm mispronouncing that I'm almost positive. I don't know. She um uh, either way, she reveals that Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton uh, became quote unquote quite emotional about the return of their respective Batmans in the Flash movie. Keaton Back in the cape and cowl, thirty years after Tim Burton's return, uh, Batman returns, joins Spider Verse star, oh, excuse me, Snyder Verse star uh, Ben Affleck in reprising the role of the Dark Knight, opposite a time traveling Barry Allen played by Ezra Miller. When Barry races through the multiverse, encountering Supergirl played by Sasha kale and his counterpart from another dimension, also Miller, he recruits Keaton's veteran caped crusader and reunites with the Batman of his universe after saving the world together in Justice League. Uh, let's see. I don't think it was that I I don't think it was very difficult, director Andy, with the same last name as the woman I just butchered a minute ago said uh, of Affleck and Keaton's Batman Returns during the Flash panel at Virtual DC Fandom, China, quipped Miller, um, we just sent up the Bat-Signal. After his, after his two turns at Batman in 1989 and, 90, and 1992, Keaton was honored to come to do the, this character again 30 years later. He said, but mainly we sent him a great script and that was and that is probably the thing that got him interested. It's more complex than this. We gave him a great a great script and promised him great direction and that was about it. Uh, quote "The waters were warm added Miller quote he jumped right in. The script from DC's Birds of Prey and Batgirl writer Christina Hodson had to convince not not one but both Batman to return. Affleck officially hung up the cape and cow in nineteen excuse me in twenty nineteen. I almost said nineteen ninety. In twenty nineteen, after the theatrical version of the Justice League, later telling GQ that he lost enthusiasm or passion for the role he had originated in Zack Snyder's Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. According to Barbara, uh, the woman whose last name I butchered, uh, the Flash filmmakers had to convince Affleck and Keaton to return to a role they had largely left behind. Affleck Affleck participated in a brief round of additional photography In 2020 to help uh, complete Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, the filmmaker's long-fabled Snyder cut. Uh, "Quote: Batman is a very dark character. I think once actors play the role, uh, they are done." Uh, And I'm, damn it! You know what? Uh, Muschetti, Muschetti. I don't know. I'm getting annoyed by the fact that this name keeps coming up, and I can't fucking say it right. So I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm just not gonna say that name anymore. I'm just not gonna say it. I fucked it up. I know I fucked it up. I'm moving on. I'm gonna say that name from here on out. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna try to say it. Okay. Sorry. Deep breath, Todd. All right. He, quote. I think this was a bit of a surprise for both of them. It, it took them a while to warm up to the idea of reprising, of playing this character again, especially Keaton. Keaton had not been Batman for 30 years. She added, it was, it was amazing to see that both of them, both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton, got quite emotional at coming back once they were with us, and they got to put on the cowl and cape. I think they both felt a small joy that comes with playing that character and had fun with it, that name said. Um, It was a great experience. The Flash races into theaters on November 4th, 2022. So a year away, folks. I'm excited to see this movie. That's like well, it's probably right now. That is like the number one movie I am looking forward to seeing next. Not next year, but the following year. Cause next year is twenty twenty. No, I guess no. Yeah, it is next year. Never mind. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking it's still twenty twenty for some reason. You know because you know shit happened in the last twenty four months. <sighs> A lot of shit has happened. All right, all right. Let's let's move on to the next story. Uh, It says here, why Disney had to delay almost every Marvel Studios movie in 2022 and 2023. And this is what it says. In the most Monday of moves, Walt Disney Studios revamped virtually its entire release slate, pushing back most of its movies anywhere from a couple of months to a full year. As you might expect... All movies from Marvel Studios set for release in 2022 and beyond were impacted by this move. This time, the delays don't have to do with worries about the uh, performance of the box office or pandemic-related woes. Instead, as one of Hollywood, as one Hollywood insider suggests, Marvel Studios filmmakers. Are being given one more time to complete their respective projects they're 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 they are being given more time to complete their respective projects okay I'm just trying to make sure I'm, I'm completely understanding what is said there because for some reason I read it and it just kind of all right. The latest insight comes from Deadline. Uh Deadlines Anthony Oh my god these names folks come on I'm not saying this guy's last name um so this guy's name is Anthony. Either way, um who uh reassures exhibitors uh the movies will be released exclusively in theaters. Exhibition no need to be alarmed. This has nothing to do with a change in distribution strategy for these films. I'm informed, he said uh, on Monday, there is no Disney Plus theatrical date and date going on here, nor are Disney executives immediately concerned about the future of the global marketplace. It's all all on account of a domino effect going on with production and filmmakers, some t- titles are contending with finishing se- fin- uh, finishing scenarios, while others are in production. This is uh, this is how Disney is solving it, and when you come to think of it, most of the dates were already reserved by the studio for Marvel's f- for a. Uh, Reserved by the studio for Marvel Fair. They're just moving titles from one slot to the next. Instead of opening on March 25th, 2022, Sam Raimi's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is now opening on May 6th, nearly a full six months after Spider Man No Way Home hits theaters in December. Every move after was uh, every movie after was pushed back an an equal amount or more. Then it goes on to saying here, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is going from the from May to July eighth, twenty twenty two, the date previously held by Ryan Coogler, uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. The Black Panther sequel will now open on November 11th, 2022, the date previously held by Captain Marvel's sequel. The Marvels uh, is now pushed from November to February 2023. Finally, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was uh, then pushed from February to July 28th, 2023. And then it says here, James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was the only film to keep the, its date of May 5th, 2023. Marvel's next movie, uh, Marvel's Eternals, is due out on M- November 5th. And that's just a couple weeks away. I'm actually, I don't know, I, I've seen commercials for it. I don't know anything about those characters. Um, I know some of the actors that are in it. So I'm going to probably see it because they're in it. Beyond that, the trailer looks pretty awesome. Um The Eternals um I don't know. I don't really know anything about the characters. I know that they're like all like um I don't think they're mutants. I think they're actually alien. But um and I could be wrong. I don't really know. It. Like I said, I don't know anything about the characters or you know the origins of them or any of that stuff. So I just know that it's it's got uh, some actors that I'm I know I've seen in many other movies and TV shows. So I don't know that 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 looks like it's going to be good. All right. So next story I have here. By the way, folks, this episode's probably not going to be a full hour, um, unless unless I get. Unless I get uh, stuck on on a on a story and then I just have to rant about, or if I start going on about or whatever. So, but let's see here. Uh, the next story I have here is Marvel delays Doctor Strange, Thor four, and more. And we kind of talked about this already. Uh, but the release dates for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is now. Uh May 6th, twenty twenty-two. That's January for being March. January. Yeah, May 5th. Excuse me, May 6th, 2022. Uh Thor Love and Thunder is gonna be released on July eighth, twenty twenty-two. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is gonna be on November eleventh, twenty twenty-two. The Marvels is gonna be on February seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Media is gonna be released on July twenty-eighth, twenty twenty-three. And then we have three untitled Marvel movies that have dates. But I'm not gonna read off those dates because we don't know what the hell they are. But they're gonna be later on in 2023. So like the in the fall. It's summer and fall of, of twenty twenty three. I'm sure we'll we'll find out what those movies are in the next in, in the next six to twelve months, I would imagine we'll find out what those are. Alright, so it looks like Hulu and Mel Brooks are uh teaming up to do a TV series. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I love Mel Brooks movies. And anything that he has to do I have to see. So, uh Hulu orders Mel Brooks' History of the World Part 2 as a series. <sighs> Man, that movie I think when did the original movie come out? Let me let me let me do some g- quick Google foo. The first movie came out in 1981. That's like 40 years ago. Yeah, 40 years ago. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so none of the original actors are going to be in this new series. <laughs> none of them. Not one of them, unless Mel Brooks is, is in it. But I'm pretty sure the rest of these people have all passed away. Because Madeline Kahn... What the hell? Why is my phone making noise? Alright. Madeline Kahn, Dom DeLuise, Gregory Hines, Harvey Corman, Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman actually died in the last year, I think. Sid Caesar. Um... Orson Welles, yeah. Yeah, I think the only one who's still alive amongst this group is Mel Brooks. Everybody else is dead, I think. And, you know, I I heard an interview with Mel Brooks on a podcast. I think it was on the ID10T with Chris Hardwick podcast. Um, If you go back and look and find the uh, Mel Brooks episode, he talks about History of the World Part 1, and the title in itself was a joke. He never intended to do a sequel. <laughs> I and, and I always thought, I was like, that's messed up, man. Why would you do that? And I think he did that just for people like me who, like, well, there's got to be a sequel, right? Because there's a Part 1, so there's got to be a Part 2, you know? I remember... A few decades ago, like in the, like the early nineties, early to mid nineties, I remember thinking, is there there a sequel? I think there's a sequel. I'm pretty sure there's a sequel. And I went looking, you know, at the video store and I said, Hey, you know, is is there a sequel to history of the world? Part one, is there a part two? And they're like, I don't think so. And they looked it up on their computer because their computers had a database of movies and and there's a, nothing's coming up, so I don't think there is. And, and the kids that worked at this at this you know blockbuster didn't really know didn't really know movies as as much as they just needed a paycheck. So yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be great if they if, if they we got a a series. This is what it says here. On one on more than a few occasions before we all carried uh. The internet in our pockets. I successfully convinced friends that a sequel to Mel Brooks's History of the World Part 1 exists. Why else would it be called Part 1? I was just talking about that. I'd ask Check and, and and uh I'd I'd ask Check and mate. It was one of my favorite bits, but now I must re- retire it forever. Fortunately, though it's for the best reason ever, because the comedy legend will write and executive produce a follow-up sequel series to his big screen jaunt through the past. Um, After all this time, History of the World is really getting a part two. Variety reports that Hulu has ordered History of the World part two from the legendary comedian the show will serve as a sequel to Brooks' 1981 comedy, which he wrote, directed, and produced, and starred in. What? He was too busy to also cook for the crew? The film traveled through the ages to look at the funny side of life during famous eras. It began during prehistory and the Stone Age, and then went through biblical times in the Roman Empire, and it touched on the Spanish Spanish Inquisition and the French Revolution, uh, two notoriously hilarious periods. Yeah, because those times were funny for people. Um. (laughs) Some very funny names will join the EGOT winner. On the show's writing staff, Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, Ike Bernholz, uh David Stassman, and uh, Kevin Stalter will also be uh, looking for humor in the past. Variety says writing is expected to begin this month, with production starting in the spring of 2022. Uh we might know exactly where in time they will start to. The original movie ended with previews for coming historical attractions in part two that included teasers for Hitler on ice and a grand Viking funeral, as well as a Star Wars Muppet show parody called Jews in Space. Uh, The world... The world's a lot different now than it was in 1981's. So whether any of those ideas will make it into the sh- into the show's eight-episode first season is no guarantee. What is a guarantee, though, is that uh, I will be trying to convince people uh, plans for History of the World Part 3 will be about the future. That's hilarious. I need to watch that movie now, actually. I, I have it. I just haven't watched it in forever. Um let's see here. Last story I have is kind of uh in the realm of of UFOs and government conspiracy. Uh this is this comes this also comes from comicbook.com on their IRL section of this of the site and the title for this article is a US spy plane caught footage of a rubber duck shaped UFO flying over 200 miles per hour there's if you um uh, I will share this story on Facebook and uh you guys can check it out Th- there's a full video on this that's just it's also it's all um you know uh you know flight camera stuff you know you you seen that kind of stuff where the, where the cameras on on airplane or a helicopter or whatever is following another another aircraft it's like that and it's the i I looked at the video it's an hour long and about it, it takes i think it's like 15 20 minutes into the video before you actually see this thing that they start tracking and uh well, let me read the article and see, tell you what it says here some days you're monitoring the American skies and see nothing out of the ordinary. Other days you're using some of the best tracking equipment in the United States government to, uh, has to offer in order to track a rubber duck shaped UAP, an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yeah, they don't call them UFOs anymore, folks. UAP is the new acronym. Um, that's, uh,. That's traveling the horizon at insane speeds. Yeah, I mean, the video makes it look like it's going really, really fast. You know? And and, let's see here. The the footage making the, the rounds online contains footage from a spy plane used by the Department of Homeland Security who were attempting to track drug smugglers in the American Southwest, the video shared online is nearly an hour long. And agents begin uh, by surveying the landscape. They continue to do so for 20 minutes until the UAP in question zooms into frame. Around 9 p.m. local time on November 23rd, 19 uh, excuse me 2019. According to a report from The Sun, the craft in the video is estimated to be around 6 feet long and was racing upwards of 200 miles per hour at times. The video then cuts off while the craft is is still visible. <laughs> while he thinks it could be something as innocent as a cluster of balloons, formerly Former Army counterintelligence special agent Luis Alizondo confirms the video was, in fact, a legitimate video taken by DHS. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard that name before. Louis Alessandro is the guy who has been doing all the the documentary series that have been popping up over the last couple of years talking about the TikTok UFO video. I I know I've not talked about the TikTok video TikTok UFO video on here, but I've talked about it elsewhere. And uh and uh yeah, if you haven't uh seen any of those videos. I'm I'm sure you've seen the video of the the you know, the footage from the aircraft of uh, something that is going really fast. It looks like a giant tick-tock, tick-tock, tack tick-tack, Todd, tick-tack, Todd. There we go. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think this is, uh, this is interesting stuff. I like this kind of stuff. This is, this is one of the reasons why I'm talking about it is because I like these kinds of stories. And uh, I, I like seeing these types of videos on YouTube, especially when uh, the the voiceover person is like, we have no idea what this is, but it's super freaky, huh? Now, um, there's this guy on, on YouTube and on Facebook Watch. Um, I think, I want to say his name is Chills with a Z. Chills. And he always does, in this video, and he does this really weird kind of uh narration voice. We don't know what this is. And it's something obvious, right? But he's trying to make it sound ominous and scary. And it's like this could be just a Mylar balloon, but I believe it's a UFO. <laughs> or uh not I believe uh, some you know it's like most people think or uh our best example is like the 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 ancient aliens show on the history channel ancient aliens theorists believe that and then they give you some weird description of whatever it is that they're showing you or they're not showing you they're showing you a a a uh, a minute and a half long video that only shows what they're talking about for like the last 10 seconds of the video you know, and then they and they start looping that last ten seconds because you know they don't have the they don't have more than ten seconds of the thing they're talking about. But yeah, um, yeah, I like I like watching those types of videos because I I'm naturally like, um, uh, I I I don't always believe what I see. I'm interested in that kind of stuff because I want to see what other people think that they're looking at. And my favorite video of all time was one of those chills videos where he was like. This is a ghost uh man, that thing is freaky, huh and uh <laughs> okay, maybe not in those exact words, but that was kind of the the uh kind of the how how he was presenting it. It wasn't like that those weren't the exact words he used, but um and the video showed this thing kind of slowly kind of meandering down the road. And he goes, we don't know if what we're looking at here is a ghost (laughs) or if it might be an alien. I'm laughing because it was was clearly a half-deflated Mylar balloon. I mean, that's exactly what it was. When you look at it, you go, oh, yeah. It's, It's this balloon that got away. And then it deflated, and now it's just hovering like ten feet uh, not even that it's um it's 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 uh at like i'm like five foot ten so it's it's like at my eye level is what it looked like so it was, it is like you know five and a half feet off the ground, and it's it's uh it's kind of like slowly like it looks like it's just me, it's like walking down the street and right right down the middle of the road. But they're like, this could be a ghost. This could be a goblin. This could be an alien. I was like, no, it couldn't. (laughs) Because if you look at it, it looks like a deflated balloon that has just enough helium in it to hover five feet off the ground. And it's, it's being pushed down the street by a breeze but they're acting like there's this mysterious thing walking down the street. What the, hell, what the hell is it? Why Why is this thing going down this road? What is it doing? What, is it, what does it hope to accomplish? You know, that kind of stuff. I thought it was hilarious. All right. I think I'm done for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in to a short episode. I apologize. Uh, I wanted to give you guys something to listen to. If you want to hear more of... Of my ramblings, um, you can go over and check out my other two shows. Um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep doing stuff on this podcast. I'm not giving up on it. I just it's not a priority for me anymore. I I like doing it. I just I'm not I'm not like looking for stories to talk about. I'm not uh, you know. I I I I don't have. I don't have as much fun doing it as I used to. I still like doing it, but it's not not something I it's it's not something I'm I'm looking forward to doing every week. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that sounds very contradictory. You know, I'm like I like doing it, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I hope you guys understand what I mean. Um i'm gonna still try I'm still going to do episodes i just I'm not doing them um as frequent as I used to. I'm not gonna be doing them weekly. I'm gonna do them when I find something cool to talk about um but the other thing is i'm I'm busy with two other shows, two other shows that that have other people involved, which I'm having a lot of fun with if uh I think you should definitely check out not about you pod. Search for it on your favorite podcasting app, hashtag not about you pod. That's the letter you, not the word you. And uh, you can also just go to NotAboutYouPod.com, which will take you to where you can listen. Um, and then my new one with Brad Penman, which is Adult Duo Having Discourse, or ADHD. Adult Duo Having Discourse is the title of the show. Um, and then uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts. And Spotify for sure. others uh, um, you should also be able to find it elsewhere. But in case you can't find it anywhere else, or you're using, you're not using either Spotify or Apple uh, Podcast, you can uh, go to the website, which is um, ADHD. Rocks R O C K S ADHD. Rocks, and that will take you right where you can listen. Um, It'll also, if you take, if you put that into your computer, it will give you the URL to put into the, into the, uh, to your app, I think as well. Um, uh, whatever it is you're using. Um, so and that show is the one I mentioned earlier where me and Brad try to have a, a serious discussion about a topic and we see how far into the, into the episode before we get distracted by Ooh, shiny and, uh, I like doing that one. I really do, because we, we legit start off like, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. We're going to talk about Donald Trump. We're going to talk about, you know, last last week he wanted to talk about Helen Keller and how that was a scam. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and we talked about it for about 20, 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes before we got distracted by other topics. And we we All the topics we talked about, we thought was entertaining. We, we we talked for about an hour and a half, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think you guys should definitely check it out. Go follow that podcast and subscribe to it. Um, the uh, Not About You pod, uh, pod podcast is me, my cousin Marianne, and our friend Jamal Harrington. And we talk about current events. And they usually have uh, a comedian friend of theirs come on the show, so we always have a guest to talk to usually we have a guest to talk to sometimes we don't but uh yeah it, you, if you want to hear like current events from the perspective of comedians uh that's a good podcast to listen to and um we talked to a a podcaster and comedian last week from India so that's a good episode that if you want to check that out um f- those episodes actually let me let me start this uh, by saying this um, the Not About You podcast, we record for two hours each week, and I split it up into two one-hour episodes, or I split it in half either way, hour, hour and five minutes, hour and 10 minutes sometimes, hour and 15 minutes. But uh, um, So you can listen to the first part on on Tuesdays and the second part on Fridays. Uh, we also have a Patreon, so if you want to listen to the full two-hour Recording. I just started posting those on Patreon a couple weeks ago, so we don't have all the episodes in the two-hour format on there. But I'm I'm thinking I might uh, piece them together and start posting those on Patreon as well. But for, for now, it's just the more recent episodes that are on Patreon and there. I'll I upload the the two-hour uncut version of of the podcast, and uh, I usually post those the the day after we record. So you get it like three or four days before the first of the two episodes that come out the following week. And uh, the minimum for for being able to access that is $5 a month. That's not bad, right? And you get to listen to the uncut. There's no pause between Tuesday and Friday between you finding out what happens next. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think that that'll be good. I think people will dig that. Um, yeah. So check out both of my other shows, not about you pod hashtag, not about you pod. And then there's uh adult duo having discourse, both available on Apple podcast and Spotify. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the 206 geek. I've been your host, Todd, the 206 geek. And, uh, you know what? I'll, I'm going to start ending the show like this. Um, make good choices. You know? Make good choices. and Just be good. Don't be a dick. Wheaton's Law is in full effect with me all the time. Well, most of the time. There's moments where I'm kind of a dick, but I try really hard to be a good person. I try really hard not to be a dick. So, Wheaton's Law, don't be a dick. Thank you, and I'll see you guys next time.